0: Welcome into the I eighty Club Saturday evening after the sun doesn't happy go down. We don't know what this is happy called hour because It's nor- yeah happy. There
1: we go. I got a beer. I have I got a, a. Oh, I I I'm gonna get N.A. crap. I right shouldn't now. have showed it. I'm drinking a macro brew, and everybody's gonna uh. Every- everybody's gonna give me a hard time because of it. Oh, I hate beer bullying. Uh. Well, you hate all types of bullying except the bullying
0: that you like participating. in. Oh, well,
1: you, you hate all types of bullying. Yes. Josh, I am a bu- I am a bullying hater. Except the I, who do I bully? I've never bullied anybody. What do you mean bully? Who did I bully? Who have I bullied? You, you bully many people who have opinions on
0: Wisconsin being good, on Nebraska being bad. You're the bully boy. People are people
1: call you that. Oh, the bully boy. I present facts. Pass the damn yeah. ball. Does not feel bullied. We've had the mo- we've had very extensive discussions where he brings out analytics that have been spit out by computers, supercomputers. He gets mm. AI running Wisconsin season, and he tells me <clears throat> those sorts of things. Uh, and, and, you know, and, and and as was played out today, obviously I was right. He was wrong. And it happens sometimes. It happens to all of us, right? Happens to all of us. It happens to all hmm. of us. It's weird. I can't see your mouth. The microphone is in front of your mouth, and I can't see your mouth moving. It's all right. Do you have a is,
0: How's that? I don't know. How's it just that? makes me nope. think
1: someone else is talking for you. Is what? All it right, makes here me I'll think. lower
0: it a little bit. Uh, he's Jack Mitchell. I'm Josh Peterson. Welcome in. It's a set. this is normally the Saturday night after dark show, but um, because Nebraska didn't play today, we're going a little bit early. Uh, coming up on the pod, uh, we're going to talk obviously Nebraska Minnesota. Obviously, we're going to talk Colorado TCU. We're going to talk Nebraska Colorado. And Jack is going to continue to drink his macro <laughs> brew. Uh, By the if way, you're watching live, yeah.
1: Do you see what this is? Nobody drinks this except something. me. Nobody drinks. What is it? it? It's a Bud Select. Why?
0: Uh, I don't know. I like. I kind of like it. Okay. <laughs> Culture wars haven't come from the Mitchell household uh, yet.
1: Uh, I don't think they were. The the person wasn't drinking Bud Select. That's true. That's true. This is. Uh,
0: come, or uh, if you're watching right, live, obviously you're a patron and we love you. I'm just Rest trying to s- let me set up the pod real fast. Sorry. Let me geez. set up the pod. Mm, I'm so sorry. Patreon.com slash Club. All right. There you go. What's up, Jack? How are you please doing?
1: Please join. Please join. For, please. How you doing? I'm fine. I've been having Everyone's a fun. Everyone's
0: stressed out, man. Everyone's the, really stressed out. This is so out.
1: weird. It's like role reversal up in here. Okay. Thursday yeah. night. I'm a, I'm a manic weirdo after the game. The Athletic yeah. is watching my Twitter to see if they can use it for their articles. Uh, people are just like, man, you're a psycho. And then today, it's like complete role reversal. I feel like I'm the only person in control of my faculties today and nobody else is. Yeah. And I'm calm. Yeah. I'm having a good day. I enjoyed watching the Colorado TCU game. I'm excited about the Nebraska Colorado game. I'm excited about Wisconsin obviously being bad. Iowa obviously being bad. Uh, Purdue obviously being bad. It's been a gr- I mean, perfect day pretty much for me college football wise. It's good. I'm fine. Perfect day. Nearly perfect. Uh, I think I have. I missed a pick five game though with Purdue. Ugh, that was mm, bad. I, yikes. So. First loss, The unbeaten season is over in the pick 5 here in the I-80 Club, yeah. which is disappointing. But I also yeah. had Buffalo. Hey, there you go. What well, what was the line for that game? Buffalo? I don't yeah. know. Uh, Wisconsin was a 73-point favorite because of I don't
0: know. No, think I think they were like 20,
1: 20 27,
0: 24. Okay. You should be know. feeling decently okay right now. Uh yeah. Decently okay. Be pretty if funny was, if there yeah. were some last-minute scores by Wisconsin to pull away and cover, though. I'd, I'd find that very funny.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't count on it.
0: What do you Tip? what do you, what do you, what do you make of the fan base right now, Jack? Um, I, I feel like honestly, panicky? the story the story for me with Nebraska football right now because now it's what two days since the game. It's less even about the Minnesota game and just more the general <laughs> vibes that surround everywhere. And, and I'm just going to say this one time because I don't want to have to say it a million times. I this know year. what you're going to. You say. were right. I was wrong. <laughs> Congratulations. I Congratulations, Jack was right, Husker fans were gonna freak out You know, here's, here's what I am disappointed in myself about With this whole Nebraska fans reacting to the, to the Minnesota loss I said at some point this offseason that I was very worried That at the first sign of trouble, the Scott Frost supporters were gonna come out And start doing their Scott Frost things They are, but they're doing it in very sneaky ways It's not, I miss Scott Frost. It's, well, week two is obviously a must win. They have to win this game for the Matt Rule error or things are going down the the tubes. And it's like, man, are we really doing this? You were right. I was wrong. We're never going to acknowledge that again for the rest of the season. Never again for the rest of the season. Yes, Josh, I know. Jack, here's another phrase. I would like to ban this phrase after I read this. It wasn't the loss. It was how they lost. I know. I watched the game. I know how they lost. There you go, Jack.
1: Thank you. I just, I mean, there's going to be other times this will happen, I know, but it doesn't mean this one means any less. And I appreciate, I appreciate that. And I'll, again, I probably will have some coming my way after this Wisconsin game as well, but... I yes. really don't
0: think that people are going to pat you on the back because Wisconsin doesn't cover against Buffalo. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. I, think you un- I don't think people are going to come up to you with tears in their eyes saying, <laughs> sir, 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 thank sir. you. You, thank are you are the only one in
1: all cover. of the media landscape who told the truth about Wisconsin. <laughs> thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, yeah. Josh... It, uh, I, as as soon, wait, which Josh are
0: you talking to, me or the the no, myriad of when Joshes? When I say in the it club?
1: on here, it will be it will be you um, okay. going forward. But we do need to purge some Joshes. It's too confusing. Ooh, um, Josh purge begins. You're number one to be purged. Um, <laughs> no, I I just I had I I knew that. Listen, and especially because they way, well, sorry to say it, but they went the way that it happened the way that it did. That and oh, and there oh, are there friends. are people also. You you're right Josh you're exactly right you kind of said it I don't know if it's pro frost I don't know how to describe them there there are where people waiting to not like rule there aren't a oh, lot yeah. of them oh, but there yeah. are definitely those people out there and I don't even know who oh, they yeah. are or how to describe them but those people are definitely out there and yeah um and there and even more so Kate uh uh Jeff Jeff Sims there are more there are people waiting out there to just <laughs> people hate Jeff Sims people hate him I mean, yeah. they hate that. I can't believe the hatred that is developed for this team in one game, where Nebraska covered the spread. Jack, has there ever been? You've
0: been around longer than I have. By the way, Wisconsin just scored a touchdown. They're about to go up eighteen.
1: Um, oh god! Has, this changed. Jack, that
0: changed has, the mood a there, lot
1: in here. Wow. You
0: you you've been watching Nebraska since what late '70s, early '80s. Has there ever been a quarterback that people I, like? I use the H word, hate. I really think. That it's gone from zero to sixty hate on a guy. That, has there ever been a guy this fast?
1: Well, I don't know about fast. Maybe Jamal Lord. It's a hundred. Oh, okay, Jamal that's Lord. What Josh says Jamal Lord. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Two thousand two. Josh. Ooh, Joe right. Daly is a good one. Lord more. But that so. was game two. Definitely that was game two. Lord was the most hated ever. Because keep in mind, I, I mean, at least for for uh, Sims, he's coming after Casey Thompson. Jamal Lord came off Eric Crouch. Okay, yeah. so he had the Heisman winner and the Nebraska yeah. boy, right? And a and whole it was the lot, first of, a whole season. lot of other things you can probably write yeah. into that th- that thing. And yeah. yeah, he had a different level, but it does feel like that a little bit. I mean, it def- yeah. <laughs> and because and it's weird, Josh, because he is the first thing when I watch that game for a couple of quarters, like, dude, that guy reminds me of Jamal Lord, just in how he plays, not in how yeah. people hate him. But how he plays. Um, yeah, it is. It's crazy. And like I had a I obviously had an over the top reaction like I always do, which is not surprising for me. But my overreact my over the top reaction was not like, oh, whoa, is this? You know, like Matt rule. This is a mistake or Sims is a mistake or anything. I just can't freaking believe that the law of averages doesn't kick in at some point and they don't lose a game in heartbreaking fashion. Like I just I like I literally can't believe that it's happened as long as it did and it happened again and it felt exactly like it did under the last coach. Exactly. Yeah. That was like I mean that was like right it right a prototypical Scott Frost loss. And that's what it was during with it was exactly it. It was the exact opposite of everything that Matt Rule said. And here I was, I bought into this thing that oh my gosh, they're gonna have they're gonna focus on the end of the game. They're not gonna worry about being down 17 0. It's gonna be about the last five minutes. And Josh, the last five minutes was a comedy of errors that lost them the game. A comedy of errors. There were I went through on one of the chats, I went through all of them. There were about eight different things that happened in four or five minutes of the game. Each one of them, had they been done differently, they probably win the game. But they did them all. They connected all the dots they needed to lose that game. And it's what Nebraska has done for a few years. And it blows my mind that it happens under another coach with different players once again. Um, I don't know that I think – yes, I keep saying – I mean, I – there's a part of me that's like, they're cursed. I don't know how... There's nothing... It doesn't matter what they do. It's going to happen. Um, but it doesn't make me... <laughs> I mean, to the extent I think that's always going to happen. Beyond that, like, I'm just not... I'm not quite as... I'm not in an emergency situation like a lot of Husker fans are after this first game, though. Weirdly enough. Despite my yeah, I
0: Yeah, I think you described it... I think what, how you just described it is really good. You know, just like being... Being blown away, like there was a comment a couple moments ago, I think it was past the damn ball, talked about like regression to the mean. Like, we always talk about that, right, with like turnover luck. At a certain point, the bounces are going to go for you and eventually they're going to go against you. You would think at a certain point a game like this would end up going for Nebraska – um, I, I I sent a message to Odson and Happer like really late that night saying the top five that you guys should do on your show tomorrow, aka Friday show, should be the top five plays that lost the game or like the most important plays because I mean I, and I haven't even put together a list in my head but quickly I could come up with the interception at the goal line obviously I mean that one really hops out the fumble by uh, as Josh calls him Pink Eye. <laughs> Pink Eye, Pink Eye Anthony, which, he did you see the, the tweet he sent us on Thursday where it's a guy opening up his eyeball and you see a pink eye? It's no. so disgusting. Oh, God. Yeah. No. Yeah. And then, I mean, then, like, those uh, are the two, like, heartbreaking ones. The you know the third interception I thought was was obviously bad and then the, you know figure out I guess what gifford, else did to, to a uh, gifford dropped
1: guys, an interception in the end zone the gifford that ends dropped an interception oh you my god you got a you got a you got a fifteen yard penalty that's a face mask on the drive where Minnesota scores a touchdown right mm-hmm. you've got I mean. It, it's unbelievable. You have this is the characteristic. This is what I'm talking about. When I say it feels like the frost era, and you can't call it the the frost era losses anymore because now you got Matt Rule who yeah, did it's it. Rule wh- era, where where there's five minutes or less of a game, and t- if you change one of there's like ten different moments that if any of them had gone differently, they win that game, but none of them did. And that's exactly that that it's like you had to thread the needle perfectly if you're Minnesota or you're the yeah. opponent to win that game. And they did. And it's the same freaking thing. Uh once again. And that's it's mind-blowing. Like there's a part of me that is just like Yeah, of course some of it. There's some of it is coaching, some of those those things. But I mean, let's be all there there is some level somewhere on different things of fortune and good fortune in college football. And and there has been that has not smiled on nebraska whatsoever at the end of games at all at all right i get it not everything is about luck or not luck but some stuff is and, yeah, oh, and i think I'm, go ahead oh, sorry no no i'm go just ahead. gonna
0: say like I, I think the things the things that are frustrating is like there were like the anthony grant fumble i think is a real good microcosm of just like the entire game in a way of like On one hand, there's the question of why was he playing, and I and and I know that people had that. Oh, and real quick, one more play that we didn't mention. Obviously, the false start at the uh, goal line. Um, But the the, like, why was he playing? People that was like the the question to come off that play, right? Like he just said what he did. He just said what he did, and like that. So like that's the first moment where Matt Rule has a press conference or a you know a a scrum or whatever, and he says something, and then for in this case, it was two weeks later. He's on the field in an important situation. So that happens. And, and you know, know what, you Josh?
1: He was asked what? about that after the game, and it was the oh. first time in his career at Nebraska he didn't have a good answer planned. Yeah. Yeah. He, he didn't. His answer yeah. his answer was bad. Yeah. And and this is and I've raved about all of his good answers to every single thing, but he basically yeah. was like, well, and then he sort of I mean I don't know if you call it throw it on the bus or just the truth, but he was like, "Well, uh, EJ put him in, right? Running backs coach. Yeah, yeah. It was his call, which is hilarious. Not hilarious is not the word. It's interesting because you and I literally had that conversation where we were like, "Is Matt Rule going to be so hands on that he is going to manage like who's going in at running back, at wide receiver? You know, doing rotations on offensive line? And we thought he would, and here he is there." saying that he wouldn't. That was the first thing I thought of as our conversation about that when he said that.
0: Yeah. So, like, that happens. And then on the other hand, there is the idea of, like, okay, but the player still has to make the play. You know, like, John and I had a a fun-spirited discussion yesterday about the procedure penalty at the the goal line. And, like, for the record, I I think that they should have called a timeout. But I also do, I will hear a discussion for someone who would say, Josh, Matt Rule trusts his team enough to get lined up at the one-foot line and not fall start and run a quarterback sneak. These are college kids. That's not that ridiculous of a notion. And so, again, I, I, I played devil's advocate to that a little bit yesterday with John, but I think as I talked it out, there was a part of me that 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 eventually got to this point, Jack. I wonder if, if in that moment Matt Rule learned about himself and he learned about his team and maybe he learned about how he's going to have to hold their hand a little bit longer because I think in that situation – and, and and fight says it right. Yeah, they shouldn't have burned those two early timeouts. They definitely should have. Shouldn't have. But in that moment. Like he looks at it at the situation and says, We've practiced the two minute drill. We've practiced this situation. They all knew that it was a sneak. So, like, you know the play call. We know if we get down to the one, we're running a sneak. There was plenty of time. There it wasn't like there was five seconds left. They 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 hit the ground, I believe, with 20 or 21 seconds left on the game clock. They wanted to catch him off of guard.
1: They wanted to catch him off guard, yeah. I think, and is so what it was. Like,
0: get to the line of scrimmage. Josh says a composure. Get to the line of scrimmage, get lined up, and run a sneak. And and so like. In hindsight, yeah, sure, he should have called a timeout. But in that moment, I do wonder if he was like, wow. Or, you know, now that he watches the film or he thinks about that, is he like, wow, maybe I'm going to have to do some things that I didn't expect to with this group. And he learned that in game one in a situation that probably cost him the football.
1: I think they were – I think their thought – Well, I don't know whose thought, but I think the thought was we're going to get there and they're not going to be ready for the play. They're not going to be lined up and we're going to be able to – which – which may, be, may have been true if they executed it correctly. But the bottom line is you're at the, what, one-yard line with a, with a timeout on first down. And, I mean, you don't need to you, – you, if you're confident in your offense scoring at that point, you don't freak out and try and get the advantage by not letting them get set. And that's yeah. the that was the problem.
0: And Mike there. points out something, too, and a few others have as well. Piper, single-digit guy at media days. Uh, yep. You know? Yep. 100%. So at that point, it's like at what at what point? Like, yeah, let, feel free to be critical of Matt Rule in that spot. I'm totally okay with it. But at another point, it's also like, what what more can you ask? It's it's a it's a it's a veteran player. He earned the single digit. 100%. Like he, this is a leader. You know, hundred percent. Like that's the, that's the that's isn't that the big rub too with Jeff Sims? Is this isn't a freshman. This isn't a true freshman. This wasn't even a true sophomore. This is a guy with a lot of snaps under his belt. That that interception at the goal line is unforgivable. It's an unforgivable interception in that moment in time. I'll give him a pass on the first one. I'll barely give him a pass on the third one. The second one is unforgivable. You cannot do that.
1: Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And, God, this is crazy. All the parallels to Jamal Lord. You know what that... Absolutely felt like was the 2002 Texas game where Nebraska yes. needs a field goal oh, to tie God. it. And Nebraska could have used a field goal before halftime, and they were like, let's take one shot at the end zone before we kick the field goal. And Jamal Lord threw a pick to Texas. Game over. No overtime. I know it was at halftime, but I had fl- – it- no, All he threw of,
0: that at the end of the reg- of regulation. That, that was, was regulation.
1: Water. Yeah, that was at the end of yeah, the yeah, regulation yeah. game in two thousand two. Oh, you're saying this week was re- over. The halftime half half felt going into the first half. That was the thing I remember because I was I kept I kept saying I was like, you got to get at least a field goal out of this thing. You got to get a field goal, and they t- decided to take that shot after the penalty. Still, and he threw the pick, and I'm like, man, you got zero now, which is the one thing you couldn't do out of this whole thing. And they did. And then and they came back strong in the second half, Jack. They had
0: the best special teams play in years, you know? And they, they score on a goofy, weird play. And it's like, wow, props to them for not letting that moment destroy Great kick them. return. And the, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. With the kick return. And yeah. then they go up. And, I mean, they just – they dude, they finished with 10 points. And they left a lot out there on the field. And the defense balled out. And, the, and they wasted a great defensive performance, you know? Especially in the second half until the last couple of drives.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know – I it's still the th- the the, the takeaway for me on the whole i have two takeaways i matt, if we're going to criticize matt rule on on that game i can't believe he had i test in on that play i can't believe he yeah. did that's yeah. uh, uh, of all of the critiques that is number one for me A- and that's what some of the other people are picking up i can't believe it with his hands on as he has been on everything and then to come and say it was the running back coach's decision at that point like, you don't need a big play at that point, right? You don't need, at very, all you really need is to run, run a few plays, run time, and at worst, punt it at that point. It's the one yeah. thing you can't do. And the one player on the entire team that you said has a problem with this is in at that point. It's un, It's honestly, it's unthinkable to, at, at that point to be doing that. It's It's ridiculous. And there was a, you know a problem in communication i'm sure they're addressing that i'm sure rule wasn't happ- happy i think uh josh said that he was he was in his ear after that whole thing i'm sure he was yeah he um, should be i mean because <laughs> it makes it makes no sense um but that that's the that's the biggest thing to me and then i just can't believe that every single thing went the wrong way once again i mean Replay reviews. They got him all the way to fourth down. <laughs> replay reviews. The dude makes a freaking yeah. Sports Center top ten catch. I I can't like. He looks I, like Michael Jordan, dude. That catch was unbelievable. That catch yeah. was unreal. If you, I've watched it a whole bunch of times, and that receiver from Minnesota deserves some kudos because I don't dude, know how he live, did that.
0: I was like, oh sweet, his second foot yes. the, the, the it stepped out of bounds first. I was like, I, yep. yep No way, no way. he Caught it. I was
1: laughing. I was like, that dude's four feet out of bounds. That's not a touchdown.
0: Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it's yeah, crazy. He has one of the better catches we've seen. Yeah. Tommy if, if we Hill. see a better catch this college football season, like, I can't wait. You know, like, seriously, seriously. it's going be one of the best catches of I the I think it's year. been
1: underrated with how good it was. To, to have yeah. that control of just that foot and keep the other foot in the air enough, it's crazy. Yeah. And it was still really close. It was still really close, but I think it was the right call. Um, but, yeah. But, you know, I just, again who would know that you went out of that game? All of the people, I mean, so few people were picking Nebraska in that game. Right. And why, right? Why were people not picking Nebraska in this game? Because it was starting new. You didn't know a lot about the players. You had this faith in who Minnesota was. And so many people were picking Nebraska in a lot of cases um, to lose, perhaps even, even by more than they did. And so they lose and it's, It's close as heck, but they lose the thing. But and people are not responding like Nebraska covered the spread and did what everyone expected them to do in this thing.
0: Yeah. (laughs) To go back to the idea of it's not that they lost, it's how they lost. um, I I will admit, in in all of the predictions that I heard, and you know, whether it's myself, my co host, the, the other people at the zone, you. I did not hear anyone say I think they're going to lose because they're going to do something dumb in Nebraska. Like I will right. admit that 100%. I did not hear anyone yep. say like they're going to do some Scott Frost type shit. That's and they're a going great to lose point. This game.
1: That's the one thing no one predicted, Josh. That's see, the one. That's the one it. thing everyone assumed had been fixed, and that's yeah. that is the most gut wrenching thing about this whole thing because that's the only thing you didn't want to see in this game for some people. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. A ten-point loss where Minnesota was just tougher on the line of scrimmage and was able to run the ball successfully. I think people would have felt really differently about it, even if even if the defense looked worse than they did. If the defense had gotten run on a whole bunch, which they didn't really get run on, they shut down Minnesota's run, dude, completely. They, did, they forced they played, them to throw it forty-four times. The defense played better than almost anybody expected them to. There wasn't. Yeah. There were very few. I mean, come on. Nobody expected the defense to play that well.
0: Brendan says, it's not just how they lost, in my opinion. I asked you guys before this game, what happens if the offense looks anemic? It looks awful. Like, not win games awful. No playmakers. Man, as someone, Jack, who really did drive the bus of, I'm worried that they don't have anyone good at the skill spots on offense. I would say that I was even surprised at how poor it looked. Yeah. You know, Billy Kemp had, what, one target? One or two targets? Yep. He looked. he And, and look, I, I do wonder, and we'll learn this over the course of the season, how much of that was that Minnesota – I mean, like, they know that he has a lot of production. They know what type of receiver he is. There's a lot of film on him going back to Virginia. Yeah. How much of them was just like, let's just stick on this guy and and, and no one else is going to be able to get open? Let's put our all-Big Ten
1: cornerback on him and stick him on him the whole entire game.
0: Bingo. Yeah. I talked to to to, to – we had BC on the show yesterday. I was talking to someone who was at the game on Thursday. Both people were like – yeah, the receivers weren't really getting open. And so, you know, obviously we could bring up Xavier yeah. Betts. His name has popped up a couple of times in the chat today. I wonder, we saw, uh, which which freshman was it that had the carry on in the Lloyd. round? Jalen Lloyd. Yeah, I wonder if we we start to see that type of, like those types of guys on the field. They try to get the younger players to. on the field. Yeah, right, because you've got to get some speed out there and try to do something. He's going to have to. They can't keep doing this stuff.
1: I don't know when it's going to happen, but he's going to have to break the seal on the freshman at some point. Um, oh, for sure. And, and I love that play. I thought that that was a nice play well, call. He, and you do it with Lloyd because he's the fastest guy on the field, right? Yeah. He's the he's the fastest guy for either team on the field at that point. And you get it and you hope he gets outside and maybe he takes it to the house. But, yeah, 100%. The concerns, I mean, in the end, it all kind of, it evens out a little bit because I think the defense was better than anybody expected. Uh, and I think the offense even though people had concerns it was probably worse than people expected with the whole thing. And you're going to have a you'll have a hard time, yes, winning games with with no offense and it, to your point Josh the things that didn't happen that people expected, they knew, we all knew that the wide receiver room was short, we knew that the running backs were unpredictable, but like you said, we didn't know Billy Kemp would almost be a zero. I think everybody expected Thomas Fedoni, sorry to bring it up, but I everybody expected Thomas Fedoni to have some kind of a role in that game, in the passing game. And he just yeah. he didn't. I think, you know, and then you didn't have Marcus Washington in the first half. And by the way, he's your best receiver. But I mean, he's maybe, I mean, I hate to overdo it. Marcus Washington is far away your number one playmaker on that entire offense right now. And Even I, I, more than Gabe? Okay, Gabe, maybe Gabe. Maybe that's fair.
0: He averaged a nice yards per carry. Even dude, if you take away the long, he was still at like four and a half.
1: And that run that he had at the end of the third quarter was really good. Like, I'm yes, a little, like, I have, yeah, okay. Washington and Gabe are the two guys then. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Washington. I and I think Washington is going to be better than people. I think Washington is going to be better than people gave him credit for. Um, but beyond that, I have no idea. I test is going to fumble. I test looked okay a couple of times, but if he's going to be fumbling, you can't do that. Uh, I still feel like you got to get Ramirez involved. I mean, I'm not going Scott Frost on this thing, but if Ramirez is yeah. one of the best players, you've got to get him involved. And I don't yeah. know if that's playing him at wide receiver or what it is exactly, uh, but. Yeah, Jack, it at, says a lot that
0: Tommy Hill came in and was a target. It says a lot that uh, Heinrich Harper so much, was a target and So much.
1: Yes. Like, that shit should scare
0: everybody right now. 100%. Like, they had to do that type of stuff in game one. And, like, I, I mean, let, let's also talk about this because we haven't yet today. Stu Manji says, all the skill – oh, I got to scroll now. All the skill position talk is true, but do we think the scheme is doing anything to help Sims, help make anything possible? It looked a lot like typical Whipple-Riley system. We're just going to execute this pro-style thing and hope our guys could execute it. Dude, we all wondered – John and I talked about it a million times. I think you and I talked about it a few as well. Like, at what point in the season do they just have to say, F it, let Jim, Jeff Sims carry the ball a lot on the ground? He, he. I mean, they, they got two drives into the game before it was like, wow, all of that talk about him not running the ball a ton really <laughs> and, was thrown out the window.
1: And Josh, I thought he looked better running than I even thought he would. He, I, I would agree. He, uh, he's a good runner. And I don't know. He's going to get hurt though, or you're, turn you're right. Over you're a hundred percent right. But if I'm in a game and I need to win it, that's what this. That's the best hope of this offense right now, is him. And he will break. He will break long runs. He definitely yeah. will break long runs. Um, he is a good runner. He is a better runner than I realized at that point. And he's going to create. You know, busted plays. He's going to create in. But, but to your point. Relying on that for your offense seems like a really bad situation. Basically, yeah. Um, you know, between. Lights
0: asked, "Were the trick plays in Harburg package part of Sats' mo or a sign of panic?"
1: I don't know the trick play. Like the, I know people were saying, "Well, the trick play is because we don't have, they didn't have an offense." Man, that was on first down after a huge kick return. Also, so like. like- like I, I will acknowledge
0: that that is a it is out out of bound or outside of a normal purview of a play. L- let's not pretend though that that was like a double reverse pass. That was a pass to one side of the field and a throwback. Like that's a, I would say that in the the uh, uh an axis of like trickery and like ballsiness. I would say that that's per- on the left side more than a, like a crazy one. It was a
1: little past a flea flicker, let's say.
0: Yeah, I would agree. A little more risk than a flea flicker, but it's, it's a, certainly not, I mean, you know. I mean, fl- you know. it
1: basically is a flea flicker. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's just a, a more extended flea flicker. But okay. Josh says, are we criticizing plays of work? I'm not going to criticize that play because I don't think that that's really that crazy of a trick play. I think that that's a normal no, throw I was one not, way, toss it back to the quarterback, throw a touchdown. I think they were— I think yeah. If Look, l- let me say this. If, it, if, if Sims wouldn't have dropped it and have it bounce a couple of times— I don't think anyone today is like, oh, without that weird play, no, they would have just said, yeah, they had that normal play. But I think the bouncing on the ground is what maybe has shaped the view. I think it. they that's, felt. That's my opinion.
1: I don't know. Maybe I'm giving cre- too much credit here, but I thought they felt they had them on their heels after that kick return, and they were going to overpursue pursue. And they, I liked they, it. Yeah, and it and play you play. know what, Josh, they might have they might have been coaching at halftime, and you know what, they might have saw something that said that was going to work right yeah. they might have said oh my gosh these linebacker these dbs are coming up on the run we're going to have a wide receiver there why would we not use this at this point i think yeah. it's too simplistic to just say well we don't think we can ever do anything i don't think they yeah. were there yet i i don't I buy that agree. at all i don't buy that at all and again the running also,
0: game also uh, harburg gained what 9 yards like it's not like he came in and it was this like insanely cool play either it, i i think that i think it says more about and i guess if you want to say that this is panic fine but it just says more about the, the the group of skilled guys that they're throwing to that it just it
1: just I can't believe here here's the, the answer Josh and Did you, it have you it may not really? want to say it but it, it was Harburg and it was not Fidoni who was doing that that's what's – oh
0: okay oh no I, yeah, I'm I'm fine I'm fine that's
1: that's what's surprising about to me about that yeah. whole thing that should be Tom that should be Fidoni that should be your tight end yeah for sure and not and 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 i fine you get Harburg involved that's great if he's a look if he's a tight yeah, sure. end he's a tight end absolutely but. If I mean, if you need him to do it, let's just move him to tight end at this point, and and then he can be the, and is the backup. And if you need him as an emergency, you need yeah. him as an emergency. That's what I say. Yeah. At this yeah. point, it's not shouldn't be a special package. If he's the best option in that situation, get his ass to tight end at that point, uh, or or make yeah. him a regular thing, not a special thing. Dimagi, so.
0: please no Chuba. I don't have enough booze in
1: yeah. the house. Well, <laughs> I mean, do you feel. Uh, at least you've you've seen him. You, you we don't know what Harburg would be in that situation at all at quarterback. I mean, he'd be a worse, Jeff.
0: Sims somebody called in and said that what it, put in Harburg. Now it's like okay, if you want a worse version oh, of what God. you saw the, on Thursday, to
1: one game. You people <clears throat>
0: seriously? People are people, I can't. People
1: overreact I mean, on it, and this I'll I'll be saying this when we talk about Colorado too. People overreact in one game. Okay they overreacted in, 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 on one game so much um and i don't sims is going to have his his issues the three picks were were did you see my post josh about how sims threw three picks all of last year and 177 passes or whatever yeah. it was like and, and they the were and, and, many- and Stumanji looked deeper in the numbers and he made a great point they weren't he didn't he had shorter passes and he didn't throw nearly as many touchdowns but he threw as many interceptions in 19 passes against Minnesota as he did in was it 177 last last yeah. year three, and the year before it wasn't great. It was the same amount of passes, 177, but it was like seven interceptions. So yeah. the pace that he was on for last night for Thursday night was way worse than way worse than the last two years of his career. Way worse than the last two years of his career.
0: What do, what do you think about this? And I, I just kind of am coming up with this theory on the fly. If if the second interception doesn't happen, which admittedly was god-awful, is there as much pessimism about Sims today? Because, like, hear me out. No. The first interception essentially was a punt, right? I mean, it was a short punt. It was a 26-yard punt, but that was a punt. The last one came on a drive when they had to go down... And well, they were. I guess the game was tied, so they weren't trailing at the time. But they're trying to, he's trying to force things right. maybe a little bit more. And like I know, Clint says probably not because he can, because if he completes that, we likely win. Let's pretend that they still lose. But it, so they just don't have that package at the goal line where he biffs it. So they lose the game and, and he doesn't have the second interception. And, and again, I guess this what is what if probably they coming fumbled there?
1: What if, what if, what yeah, if I yeah, yeah, yeah. test fumbled there?
0: There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's say Gabe Urban that. just so we don't have to keep talking about the coaches putting in Grant right. for two weird fumbles for some reason. But, like, I just wonder how we're viewing him today because, again, first situation, it's essentially a punt. Second situation, the game is tied. And, and I guess maybe in that moment you'd say, whoa, why can't he be a little bit more conservative and play for overtime? But we also understand that that we would have been well, pissed if they would have done this. It same was the thing. worst it's of the just, three. We are really judging him off of that second interception. It was the and worst of the three because the he overtime.
1: had Borkatcher wide open. Yeah.
0: Wide open there at the six yard line, and they could have kicked a field goal if it was incomplete,
1: you know, regardless. He had Borgiger wide open, and so that I think that's um, that's the hardest part. And two of his three interceptions basically didn't have a lot to do with pressure either, which yeah, the whole. That's true. I mean, the whole. The
0: first th- one did.
1: Yeah, the first one did, but the other two, I don't. I don't. I could be wrong on the third. I need to watch it again, I guess. But two of the three, I mean, the whole thought was like he was throwing picks because the Georgia Tech offensive line was a sieve the entire time that he was there. Um, and that was that was true once, but not the other two times. Even though the offensive line had its issues, they were a disappointment. Um, but I don't, Josh. The it's the outcome of the game. I mean, yes, it's for it, sure. it's 100%. the outcome of the game. The narrative on him would still be, yeah, he's a little interception happy. But we'd be talking about his running a whole lot more positively right now. Yeah, if that had happened, if 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 or if he had comp- completed a few more passes and they went down there and got the field goal or got a touchdown to win the game hundred yeah. percent. So it's it's reaction. I mean, we got a lot of reactionary stuff. And and the reactionary stuff might be right in the end. It might. It very well could. Sims, I mean, listen, I wasn't bought into Sims when they made the decision to go with him and not Casey. So it's not like I'm some Jeff Sims fanboy. Do, do you feel
0: that way though? Like given now what you know about the offensive skill players and this line and like the style like Last, they had a better chance to win, I think, with Sims' style on offense than they would have with Casey with the skill. Yeah, you're probably with they around. where
1: they are right now. I'd probably yeah. rather have Sims just because his running is going to be so key. Yeah, if they, I mean they're going to win games. Josh says again, what is Casey without Trey Palmer? Maybe. Well, but I think Kate. Listen, I th- I'll say this. I I agree, but I still think Casey is a better decision maker. I think he had a ton of poise in the pocket. I think he was a really good pa- I think he was a good passer. He made he still had the bonehead yeah. turnovers, but you you really think you put him and Sims back there passing even if you don't have Trey Palmer back there that he's not going to have less interceptions than Sims is? No way. No Probably
0: way. Probably not, but does the offense have it? Like how does the offense move the ball then? You
1: yeah, know? I don't know. That's yeah, I mean that's the point. Is Sims Sims legs are going to be if if Nebraska beats Colorado, it's going to be in large part because of Sims legs next week. Yes. It's going to yeah. be because Sims has over 100 yards rushing.
0: It's how they're going to win games this year, man. And he, It's how they're going to win games if, this year. And it's like, like we haven't talked enough maybe today about it, and, and I don't think we did enough yesterday either because of the interceptions and everything. His running is awesome. He is going to get hurt. Like, we are going yeah. to see backup quarterbacks probably regardless this year because or, of all this stuff.
1: Or if the Jamal Lord comparison continues, Jamal Lord was impossible to hurt. Somehow, yeah. that dude played maybe. every game. <laughs> yeah, he did. You're right. Uh, he yeah. we, we remarked about that. All the time because of his, you know, it was partially because of his size, but he was so durable. And we always worried that for him in 2002, that he was going to get himself hurt in 2003. And he just never, ever did. Yeah, so, that's a good point. I don't know man. if that'll be a I, I'm not saying that's going to happen with Sims, but but honestly, Josh, I, I, I would not oppose. I'd not be opposed to making that a centerpiece of the offense now. I'm there. Yeah. And he oh, goes man. down. He goes down. And frankly, you might have a better passer in. Um, I don't know. I don't know what Purdy and Harburg are right now. But you might have. You might have a better passer. And then you got to change again if he goes down and he gets hurt. But if that's the case, so be it. But I think you got you got to embrace the quarterback run now. You have got to embrace it. You have no other. You got no other choice. Uh, if you want to beat Colorado, Sims rushing is going to have a huge part in that game. And he might against that defense, to be honest. So, yeah,
0: I'm fascinated to see how the. I mean, we barely talked about them, only in passing, but I'm very interested to see what happens with the defense on Saturday because, like, I thought that they really played well. I thought that they tackled better than I've seen in years in this football game. And they also struggled with, like, the underneath routes, especially in the first half. And that was how Minnesota was able to move the ball. We saw a ton of we saw a ton of underneath routes today from Colorado versus TCU and i mean like oh my i feel we're we're all going to be comfortable in saying what i'm about to say colorado skill guys uh yeah a little bit better a little bit better than minnesota skill guys um, Travis Obviously. Hunter, man, that guy, I, I don't know, Jack, I don't know how, how he played that many plays. It is wild to me that that guy played in that many plays, and now he's going to do it at altitude, so that'll be pretty Dude. interesting to see Listen, next week.
1: I think people are overreacting to Colorado, but they are not overreacting to Travis Hunter. That's That was he's incredible. He's
0: freaking awesome, That's man. That's insane. He, and, and he dropped, he, he had a couple of balls to the ground that, that if he catches those, first of all, Colorado wins by a couple scores, and he also has like 200 yards, Yeah, you know, that was an insanely impressive that is one of the most impressive first games at this level that I' have ever seen from a from a guy I mean both Jack we I grew up my first full season watching college football I was 97 obviously Desmond Howard won the Heisman this wasn't that like this was the guys on the field all the time he was on I mean it's like it's like old school you know 1930s yeah. stuff. With, yeah. with what he did when
1: for. they bring Desmond and Dion and whoever in, it was sort of a special package, right? You know, it was sort yeah. of a novelty sort of thing. No, he's just on the play on the. Who was uh, Miles Jack for UCLA? He kind of did that a little bit, but yeah, there aren't many yeah. players who have done that. And then on both that interception was so. I mean, it was great. Oh my god, it was such an athletic play, and yeah. I thought I thought they oversold it a little bit, but uh, the announcers did. But I thought it was it was a great play. Here's the thing, though. Their bread and butter, Colorado was able to succeed on offense like they were because they had those short rhythm passes open all effing day, Josh. All day, man. All, all day, day whenever they wanted it. And then you could pop a little run. And, and then you could pop a run and get four yards on a run every time. And then once in a blue moon, you could throw a deep ball. If they got in third and nine, third and 11, they were not in a good shape ever during the game, with very yeah. few exceptions. But if TCU was expecting them to go with over, you pound that, it's almost like running the ball the way that they did it with the short passes. You just keep pounding them and pounding them, and they, they would expect it, and then you change it up occasionally, and you do something deep. But Josh, how shocking was it that after three quarters of that and being open, those plays were still open all of the yeah. damn time, like a yeah. quick slant down the middle? And it's not, it, it, it's a, it's a, quick, it's a three-step drop. It's a boom right there. I mean, it's it's a, it's a three-second thing every time they gave Sanders. I mean, Sanders broke a record for Colorado passing yards, and a whole lot of them were just open short passes for him. He had to make quick yeah. decisions, and I thought he did really well. But there was a lot of them where it wasn't that hard.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it looked easy. I think the thing Chris and I kept talking about it early on, where. That, you know, on, on the, the score bug for Fox, which is, again, horrible. Um, oh, it's they so always bad. have that little They always have that little thing where it shows, like I'm watching I have the Wisconsin game on, and, and it shows Mordecai's stats right now. And so you see that. And early on, we're doing the, they're up 31 to 10, Jack. They look fine. Oh, he just threw a horrible interception. My <laughs> God, is he going to be a pick six? Oh, I wish you could see this, Jack. You'd be throwing a parade. Um also, uh, Kyle McCord looks like that, shit for Ohio State. Anyway. oh Yeah, uh,
1: no kidding. They, they took him out. He looks they, like garbage. They took him. As Devin What's-His-Name is in. The thir- guy who wears 33, they put him in earlier, the other yeah, quarterback, and he didn't look good yeah. either. Like Yeah, they, they, <sighs> they, they he, he was
0: back on the bench on the last By the way, they to can, you can you tell me some scores? They're going to win. What's up?
1: What's the score of that? Give me an up.
0: 23-3. So dude, they're going to win. The game's almost over. How pissed is There's Marvin like,
1: Harrison Jr. right now?
0: Oh, dude, they just showed the wide receivers on the sidelines. <laughs> they look so mad. The, I don't
1: remember they're who like, it was with him. Like, it was we're like gonna, 50, is,
0: not even 50 oh, yards combined between the two.
1: Oh, my gosh. You're like, man, is this going to be it for a whole year? They're like, get Tristan Jebbia in. That's what we need.
0: They're going to lose. They're going to lose to Notre Dame, in my opinion. Um, anyway, back back to uh, Sanders for a moment real fast. So – uh. We we were we were like kept looking at the stat sheet like just looking at the yards per attempt because the yards per attempt was so low early on, and it was at, I think at one point it was like four or five yards an attempt. By the end of the game, it was essentially eleven. Because it just kept ticking and ticking and ticking and ticking up. Because early on, I'm like, yeah, you know, their skill players are definitely better than I expected them to be. And they're obviously moving the ball much better than I expected them to. Um, they were making some plays on defense that I didn't see coming. Um, but then the offense just kept opening up and opening up and opening up. And I was like, wow, that that, that was the thing. And again, they had a couple of deep ball drops. Like Nebraska, we're going we're gonna to learn a ton, I think, about the defense. I was singing its praises yesterday. I, I'll continue to sing its praises today. I'm looking forward to them versus that Colorado offense because I think that this is a real nice opportunity for Tony White in game 2 at Nebraska to, to I mean first of all this game now is much bigger nationally than I think any of us thought it would be and I think it's a great challenge because like they just they just saw Minnesota phone booth play so tight inside on the football field. Now it's going to be spread them out. They're going to be crossing over the field a lot. It should be really interesting.
1: Josh, really interesting. But here, here's why I'm not quite despondent about the possibilities of this game. That offense worked, and to going back to what I said, because they had those short rhythm passes whenever they wanted them. You take that away, and it is a different situation. And I'm not saying it's easy to take away, and I'm not guaranteeing Nebraska can, but that's the game plan, okay? Is you figure mm-hmm. out how to take away Shadur Sanders, boom, 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 boom. Every, uh, every I mean, God, 80% of the plays that they run. It's like, it is. It, it, I mean, it's kind of like being a, a Big Ten West team that has a great running game, and you can get seven, eight yards of carry. That's what it is, and they got it. If you stop that, that offense is incredibly different, and that's easier said than done. But I also have, you know, obviously I've got more confidence in Nebraska's secondary than anyone in the world, but... That's true. Top three in the country, right? uh, uh, I I said in the conference. Jeez, now we're... I'm
0: just asking. I'm just asking.
1: Now we're making it even... I'm just asking. I, I don't know if they can do it, but that's Tony Weiss' job. And by the way, the thing that was a little bit of a bummer is like, you're like, well, what are they doing against the three three five? And you looked at TC and you're like, oh, they're in a 3 3 right now throughout much of that game. They were running what Nebraska? Yeah, I
0: know. I'm not. See, I, I'm just not going to allow myself to worry about that. It's like, do you watch a game when a team plays the four three defense? And you're like, oh god, yeah, it's, the four three. Yeah, that's defense. totally That's totally
1: fair. That's totally. I, I, yeah. I completely get it. It was just, it was funny, yeah. but, but yeah. I don't know what I I don't know how good TCU is, but they didn't. Their defensive coaching staff did not make did did an absolutely shit job of ever adjusting to that short rhythm passing game. They made no adjustments the entire game. That's why Colorado did what they did. And I don't know what the answer is. I don't know if it's jumping routes. I don't know if it's changing the way. I don't know how you do it. Your linebacker's got to be better. you got to change something about it. They never adjusted to it the entire game. And if you change that on first down, if they're not getting six yards on first down, that, that offense changes a ton. Because you know what, Josh? Their tackles suck balls. They're bad. Yeah. Their tackles are bad. In well, here's what production. I would
0: say, Jack. Again, going back to the the game on uh, on Wednesday, or Thursday, excuse me, was Nebraska ended up with three sacks. One of them was on the last drive right before the, the big play that set up the field goal. If, if Nebraska can finish some of those plays and put them behind the sticks, that will be huge because Sanders made some... He had some weird decisions at times in terms of like scrambling and rolling out and, and kind of going into the pressure. He got sacked a couple of times today versus TCU. Um,
1: if he has I feel to drop like back, if he has to, they sorry, have to finish. If he has to drop back, he's going to get sacked sometimes. Yeah. Because yeah, number one. Had,
0: they, and they have to finish. They have to finish. They have to get to him because TCU didn't get to him as many times today. And I, I thought Nebraska, they, I thought their pressure on on Thursday was great. I uh, thought it was really, really good. They just didn't finish
1: enough. Yeah. three. The, uh, I know Fight says Sanders will tuck and run more than slow ass Ethan. I'm not sure Athan is I'm not sure Sanders is that much more mobile than Athan. I was shocked at how non-mobile he was. Really? Shadur Sanders. Yeah, he was he was not he was looked like weirdly I honestly think Calic Manis may be more mobile than than Shador Sanders is. It yeah, was like shocking. Family. Yeah, Chuck says Athan was far more mobile. Mobile mobility. I mean, he's he had a couple of like sidesteps that were okay. And I think Josh, other Josh, makes a a good point. He was like, Well, Minnesota did that, made the short passes, and they may have. I'm not guaranteeing, I'm not guaranteeing Nebraska can stop it. I'm just saying that's the key. You stop, oh, for sure. You stop them automatically getting six yard passes every time they decide to do rhythm passes. That's how you stop them. If you can't stop that, you're right they're going to be they're going to that is the key it's just like a successful running game that you're able to pound 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 get 4 6 yards stay on schedule stay, colorado's got to stay on that offense they stay on schedule they were really really freaking good they're good and the the wide receivers are good it's not easy but that's what you got to do if you want to win the game so
0: yeah well yeah again that was where we, minnesota had their most success before the final two drives was those over-the-middle plays, and they did it a ton early on in the game, and they moved the ball a lot, and it only resulted in three points. The other thing, too, then, after that is, like, they are going to throw it deep, and they had a few plays today that either was the throw was a little bit off or the wide receiver dropped it on the way to the ground, and they they could have had a lot more. Like, dude, Shadur Sanders had a ton of yards. He could have had even more. Even yeah, more yards a, and, and, and even more touchdowns. Their
1: so. most effective deep balls though were they okay. Brandon says they made plays on third and sixteen too. Maybe they I might have missed some of those. Um but I also saw them when they were in third and long and they did not look like the same team. They were not the same offense on third and long. There there may have been exceptions. Their best deep balls is when on second and four, when TCU was thinking, Okay, here comes another rhythm route uh, that's gonna be quick, and it didn't happen, and they weren't pinning their ears back rushing. But if, he, if Sanders has to drop back extensively, and I'm so frustrated that Robinson won't be playing in the first half for Nebraska. I think, yeah. I mean, God, they was if, if you were watching closely, Colorado was trying to find a left tackle that would block. They were switching out people, and um, they were struggling. They were struggling when he would drop back. But they've, somebody said this, I think Stumanji said it, credit to... Credit to the offensive coordinator for designing a system that can function without a particularly good offensive line and especially tackles, yeah. which if you pass so fast, so quickly that the defensive ends can't get to you, that's what they've done, essentially.
0: Yeah, and that's what they're going to do. That's what they're going to do on Saturday. Yeah. And so, yeah, see, and that's that's the thing that I think back to the offseason and like, okay, why was I wrong about Colorado, at least in game one? And it was that. I just I thought that the line would look a lot worse than it did. And I thought early TCU was kind of going through the motions, which again, surprised me. Like I get that, um, like I get in this game that they probably thought that they were the better team and they were going to be able to, I mean, they were 20, whatever point favorites, like they were supposed to roll. But I also thought Jack that, and this is the reason I really liked him. I thought that the lead up to this game and how all of it was about Colorado. I thought that that was going to have TCU feeling like, Hey, what the hell? We just played in a national championship game and we're not being talked about yeah. at all. Like, I thought they were going to come out with their hair on fire. And maybe it was because Colorado had a really good first drive and they kind of they essentially punched them in the mouth. And after that, like it was back and forth and every moment where I thought, "Okay, here's here's comes TCU." Colorado had an
1: answer right back down the field the other way. They they played great. They I mean, I don't man. know. I mean, TCU was not obviously not ready for that game, which is no. crazy because and they threw the ball too much, like Josh says. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, man. they should have run the ball more. Which is crazy. Sonny Dykes did the exact opposite the entire year last year, right? Yeah, like yeah. he he shocked everybody. He went in every time and got to the national championship game. I, and I don't claim to have a good handle on how good or bad that TCU team is. I I, I just don't. Um, yeah. I I know they lost a lot. I know the de- man. I've got to think the defense played terribly, but I I could be wrong they and look maybe. Like shit. I mean, it was, I still don't know how you don't make an adjustment on those quick passes at some point. I ju- just don't know how you can't eventually. And and Sanders was good. Shadur Sanders, too, even there was a fourth down that they went for. Yeah, it was a fourth down that they went for once. And that first read finally was covered on the slant. And he waited for his, I think it was his running back to go on the underneath route and hit him. And he was patient with the whole thing. He's a good man. He is a disciplined, good quarterback, too. I would say again, not mobile at all, but he is a he, he's good. It's he's going to be a formidable challenge. I'm impressed. Yeah. The whole team is, I think. And, yeah. and Josh, you know what? It, and, and let's get to the, you know, the elephant in the room then is just how everyone's apparently Twitter was terrible today about this. And I don't, oh, yeah. I wasn't even on, I wasn't even on Twitter. And I get like, I don't blame anyone for thinking, um, you know, Nebraska's going to have an uphill battle in this game, uh, especially given what their offensive situation is. I don't blame anyone, but, like, I don't know. I just, again, I don't know. I, I, I have no idea where TCU's level of ability. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I I,
0: I'm,
1: I don't know if, if Nebraska's going to have a better solution than TCU does to starting to stopping that that short passing game with the whole thing. But I'll tell you this, Josh, I'm more excited about it than I could have ever dreamed of. For this game. It's going to be fun. It's It's way more interesting than I thought, man. I thought the
0: game was going to be... Didn't you think the game was going to be totally, you know... Hey, but, it's, it's Nebraska versus Deion Sanders. And, like, it is. It is still Nebraska versus Deion Sanders. But now it's like, oh, wow, they have some really good players and they're going to challenge Nebraska in a lot of ways. And, of course, there is the, also just this existential dread that's going to suddenly creep into the game because it's like, oh my gosh, are we go, about to look at another coach, the second consecutive
1: head coach, start 0-2, going to, right? You know? jo- but there was, no, yeah. it was a no-win situation in that game before they won, right? Like, and now it's not. And now if you. Listen, oh and two is going to suck. It would be terrible, but yeah. but if they're this juggernaut now, that everybody everybody's going to think they are. Okay, I mean people people want this to be a thing, and they've got the fuel they need now to make it a thing, right? Dion yes. leading Colorado, and so so they've got that, and so if Nebraska loses that game, that's going to be about Colorado. It's not going to be about Nebraska. Um, and then they got Northern Illinois, who also had a, a, a really good win today on the road against—well, Boston College yeah. might suck, but it was, it's pretty good to go on the road against a Power 5 team and win that whole thing. But bottom line for me, though, Josh, and I'll be incredibly down if they lose, and especially if they do it in Scott Frost-era style, once again. In oh, fact, yeah. I, don't know, like, I don't know how I'm really going to handle that. But that said, from now until Saturday at 11 a.m., this is fun as hell. This is great. Nebraska could not have asked— a better opportunity at all in this situation. Isn't it wild,
0: man, along those lines, how the game suddenly has become a chance for Nebraska? It's it, Like Josh, you said, it was a total yes. no-lose or a no-win situation. 100%. It is not, it is not that anymore. 100- it is completely Josh, flipped overnight.
1: You're exactly right. You know what it's a chance to do? Delete that Minnesota game. That If they yeah. win this game, that... If they win this game now, which we would have never said this at the beginning of the year, if they win this yeah. game, that Minnesota game is history. It is yeah. gone.
0: It never, Jack, in the lead up to this, you know, we would do those, hey, what would you rather be? One and one with a win over Minnesota and loss to Colorado or vice versa? And the, and the caveat of beating right. Colorado with a loss to, to Minnesota was always, yeah, but that's kind of what you're supposed to do. It never yes. had like this good feeling attached to it, whereas now it would. Not First of Dude. all, you're 1-1 you're one and one after, after feeling like shit, you know, on that Thursday night. All right, so you got that going for you. You're beating a rival, and you're ending a two-game losing streak to them. All right, you got that going for them. You're beating Deion Sanders, and, and there's been the weird rule versus Sanders thing in the offseason. But now also on top of all of that is, hey, you're beating a team that's probably going to be ranked and that, that people are suddenly buying into, it's a chance on a national stage and you're going to be going against some really good skill players too. And so if, if they can play well against this offense in particular, um, you know, like I think that there are some good takeaways from that. And if, Josh, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just describing why now there is potential there. Cause he's saying I'm pumping sunshine. I mean, I- I don't believe I'm pumping any sunshine.
1: I think I mean, gun in my head right now. I'm picking Colorado in that game, probably, but I don't. I don't feel super confident about it either, though. Um, But on the other hand, Josh, if they win this now, and we would not have said this eight hours ago, if they win this now, that's the win in a decade. That's it, and maybe more because this is because a it's Colorado. B it's Dion, C it's Matt Rules first win and D it's just it just has the first win there you go <laughs> that, that's that's it will be it will be humongous if they win this game and that that's the that's an opportunity this program needs right now because they don't have it for a while Okay. They weren't gonna have it against it, might have been there for Minnesota to some degree. It's not gonna be there against Northern Illinois, Louisiana Tech. They're probably not gonna beat Michigan. Um they if Matt Rule wants to, he has got an opportunity to plant his flag and completely change the entire narrative about this thing. And if people people might think it's a completely impossible uphill situation, I don't know if it is or, or isn't. I don't think it is. Like I said, I'd probably pick Colorado to win at this thing but if he does somehow do that it's um yeah that minnesota game was a preseason nfl game and it, nothing else matters about that
0: stumaji says talk me off the ledge of this place being a effing shit show if we lose like there's a definite if we lose right yeah. total
1: shit show. Yes. Yes. It's going to be a bad time. Uh, this is what I said. This is what I said before the season. I mean, I know you already gave me credit for being right, but I. this is what I said. Jack was right. You, Put it'll, it, it on a shirt. It's going to, no, Jack I, was I right. wasn't trying, but he's right. Yeah. He's absolutely, I'm not saying you or I'll make it a shit show. Everyone else around here and it'll get to ridiculousness immediately with, yeah. with Matt Rule and with Jeff Sims in particular.
0: Well, I mean, to- look, it, 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 I mean, I'd feel very comfortable saying if they lose or not going to a bowl game and you do, just, don't, man, I just don't want to go into, into September, whatever, ninth, 10th, and just be like, wow, the season feels, it feels non-existent already. You know, we already did that last year. I'm right. sick of these seasons feeling like they are lost. hundred. Uh, and like, even if it's not like, I, I just said, I don't think they'd go to a bowl game, but it doesn't have to be a total throwaway season, but God. I think a lot of people would treat it as a throwaway season and they would check out. I think people, I think we saw this over the last 48 hours. I think there are some people who are very quickly wanting to check out because it is easier to check out and not be emotionally invested for a team that's probably going to have a roller coaster up and down season with a roller coaster up and down quarterback, you know?
1: Yeah, no, everything. I agree with everything in the chat and everything you said. Um, it's going to be, people are going to be incredibly frustrated. And look, on the other hand, oh, oh, sorry. On the other hand, if Colorado is a top 10 team, like everybody thinks now, maybe it's not that big a deal too.
0: Well, along those lines, because Josh says part of this is watching Colorado take a worse starting point than Nebraska has ever had Yeah, and turning it around in six months. Like I'll agree. And and maybe that's something that we can talk about. I, I had a long text conversation with someone that I was very surprised to hear from, who is just like I worry that Matt Rule and his style of trying to build is like not sustainable in college football today. And I mean it kind of goes back to you know that he's going to try to keep players around for years and years, you know. Yep. And I I think some of it was in response to Colorado. Again, objectively, they had like I mean, I guess subjectively, they had one of the worst rosters in college football last year. They mm-hmm. were horrible. And they have turned it around at least after one game, at an incredibly fast rate. And, like, I would say this. I don't think many coaches could have done what what he did. But in it's possible. Of, like, like Matt Rule trying to tear down this thing to the studs and get that many good players to come in one offseason. Matt Rule, for being a former NFL coach, for all the things he has going for him, he is not that type of, of coach slash that type of recruiter. So, in a way, we're like, why isn't he as... I don't know. Charismatic as dia it's like because that's just not how he is as a as a human being. But
1: how many? Okay, and, and I don't know enough about recruiting. This is a legit question. And Hunter obviously is a different story than anybody else. But how many of these guys are five stars, right? How many of them? on these? their roster? Yeah. What are we talking about? Truly, I mean, Travis Hunter was he was the number one player in the country, right? And and Sanders was a good, you know, yeah, a good yeah. FCS quarterback, right? I mean, yeah. It, does he really no, have? Sure Trev
0: could have had Dion, but this ass backward state ain't ready for that. Man, I I don't I disagree. I don't know if they could have had Dion, but I okay. guess I also didn't think he'd go to but Colorado. No, I want
1: to go back to this question though: Is Colorado's is is Colorado's running back Calor- is a
0: five star? Apparently,
1: okay. All I mean, right. Jack so again, two, that's more than Nebraska has. There's two a four or five star. He says. I mean, okay there the, there's a few of them, but I'm not – and this is, again, an honest question. Are they, like, just stacked with talent that Nebraska doesn't have? Is that true? They're skill players, yes. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll, by the way, I'll still take Nebraska's defensive backfield over theirs, but um, even with Hunter there. But, um, yeah, I – if, if if they if they lose that game, it's going to be apoplectic, without a doubt. And then you'll have Northern Illinois coming in, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like Husker for MU says, I'm worried that rule we'll whiffed on two of the three most important offseason decisions: quarterback and OC. Like that's the thing where I will hear, and and I don't think he's he's hanging out tonight. But chess, like I mean, he has long been a doesn't like the staff. The staff is concerning. Whether it's Garrett McGuire, whether it's Satterfield etc. Even Jeff Sims like that's that's been his M.O. And that's that's fair even if I've disagreed with with a lot of it. But I think that's the part that's frustrating about these losses early in the season is that suddenly it does open up that box again of hey, hey, let's talk about those hires, though. And hey, but, let's talk about if he made a wrong decision from the jump. And you don't, you just, Jack. You just don't want one, two, three games into the season. It's not even just like they should bench Jeff Sims or not. No, like that's one thing to openly wonder. Did they make the wrong hire at offensive coordinator after one game? Like that's the type of stuff that is pretty scary.
1: I'm not convinced of that.
0: Like again, and you know me, Satterfield was always my least favorite of the hires.
1: And it might be, it might be that way. But you know me, I go to players, not coaches. You know what I'm going to complain about more than that. Why is Josh Fleeks on your roster? Hmm.
0: Yeah. Why is he taking up a
1: roster? Why spot? is uh, yeah yeah. What if you're going to the transfer portal to get a wide receiver? I would hope to hell that you would pick him over a cornerback when you need somebody. Why is he on the roster? Why are you not looking at that? And I know you had Xavier Betts, and and I don't think Rule thought any of these freshmen were gonna play. Like, that's that to me is a huge. That's the problem right now, I, and it might be that they might don't have the the best coach selection. Do it, but to me, the room isn't where it should have been with with the talent, and they got a bunch of projects as as freshmen that aren't ready to play here at this point. And now they're going to lose IGC probably for the year, I assume, which they desperately needed. So it's Marcus Washington. It's you know. It's the Creighton Prep kid. It's I don't. There's not wide. There aren't. You don't have you, the roster management wasn't good at the wide receiver position at all. Yeah. And with the transfer portal, you can do roster management in a single year and completely rebuild a position. Well, yeah.
0: And to answer your question from a few minutes ago about their five stars, Bigelow did the uh, honors for us. Thank you, Jacob. Two five stars, seven four stars on Colorado roster. Okay. So I mean, they're they're now look. In, I I think. Does Nebraska have any former five stars from like that transferred? I don't believe so. They certainly have more four stars than just seven yeah. of their four stars. Yeah, um, it's not. But I mean, look, the skill players at Colorado are definitively. Oh, Garrett G- Eric Gilbert. Yeah, for now he's on the roster. Yeah. Um. D- definitively, I can say that Fidoni? Uh No, and Fidoni was a five Roscoe or a four star. Excuse me, he was like a really high four star. But yeah. they have definitively upgraded their their skill position players in a way that Nebraska has not in a way that they have not. Like, their skill guys, way better than Nebraska's skill guys. And that is, like, uh, inarguable. Inarguable.
1: But actually, and and I'm going to say here, though, to the point about the coaching, the thing that Colorado did today, and Stumanji said this first, and he was exactly right, the thing that Colorado did today, because they have some liabilities on that offense, but they figured out a scheme and a style that played around the talent that they have today on their team. And they didn't say, this is the style we're working toward, they said this is the offense that we are going to use because it fits with the talent that we've got. We've got talent at, you know, we've got talent at quarterback who can, you know, make quick decisions, good passes. We've got speed, wide receivers that can't be covered in this situation. We don't have good talent at offensive tackle. We don't have good talent at offensive line. We have okay talent at running back. And so they designed that short passing scheme and it worked. Nebraska's scheme isn't based on that. If you if you built a scheme right now on Nebraska's talent, it would be zone read. I mean, it would be Bo Pelini, Barney Cotton's I mean, offense.
0: Jag, it was, it'd be a lot of quarterback run, and we saw that the other it'd night. It'd be zone read so. and
1: quarterback run. It would be yeah. That's what it'd be with this. Uh, that's the offense this they should be at this point. And but they're instead coaching to an I, you know, an ideal, a uh, a uh, uh, an identity. That's the destination rather than not working around the talent that they've got right here.
0: Jacob says their OC left being a Mac head coach to be OC at CU dude is legit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's funny early on. I was, and I kind of, I just talked to myself out of Colorado so much as the off season went along in the short term and the long term because of how he ran off the players. It wasn't that he ran off the players that didn't bother me. I look like that happens. I don't care. I, I didn't like the lack of humanity that, you know, accompanied it at times with Dion. Um, one thing though, and I still remember this from the the early days of his of his hire was he put together a staff with like former head coaches, and as as I I again will buy many many stocks in Garrett McGuire and him being like a dude at, at some point in time. I know that people hate it that they hired a twenty whatever year old coach. That's fine. We can continue to debate it, but. I mean, Colorado hired former head coaches and the one thing that Nebraska continually does, whether it doesn't matter who's the head coach, man, they always do it. They always do it is they hire these staffs that people are always scratching their head over, you know, Satterfield, I think was certainly one of those South Carolina fans are pumped that he's gone. And meanwhile, you know, he's now Nebraska's OC. I I always go back to a, a comment that I saw a few years ago where it's like Nebraska, fires their offensive coordinator and they hire a guy who worked at a credit, was working at a credit union, Alabama loses their OC and they go get a former head coach. And it's like, Oh, that's their play. That's we're talking about a different sport in a way, right? When one school is like, Oh, we need an OC. Let's go get a head coach or let's go get a former head coach. Nebraska loses an OC. And they're like, Oh, let's go to a guy who's not coaching right now because of burnout or whatever it was that got him out of the game. I mean, like, come on, that's, and I know that's a that's a sin of a former staff, but Satterfield. It's not like I was that was my again. That was my least favorite of all
1: the hires. Yeah, all the hires. It was my least favorite. Yeah, and and my hope is my hope is that this year to avoid. I mean, I know everyone said, "Well, it's a rebuilding year. We don't care if they're not that good." Everybody did care. I mean, I, we've we've already been over this, and it's time to figure out Hashtag what to Jack do. was right. We, it's it's time to figure out what to do with this team. Okay, and you're not. Let's not act like the cupboard is completely bare either. Again, the defense has been was in one game. First of all, number 1, one game, I will always say that you cannot make huge conclusions after one game. Number 1. But if we are going to make conclusions after one game, the defense has been the, the defensive backfield, save for Malcolm Hartzog's issue on that one play, the defensive backfield, the secondary that I declared in the top three in the Big Ten played like a top three Big Ten secondary. And Brady game. says Omar Brown looked great. Oh, yeah, he looked good, man. They played great. Did you? Let, let let me ask you guys a question. Did you uh, did you notice Quentin Newsome in that game? You know what? You probably didn't. You know why? Because they didn't have a. They didn't even try to test him during that game. Okay. So you've got a strength there I, I I think the tackling as you said Josh I think you're right the tackle I it turns out practicing at full speed more often actually helps right that makes a big yeah. that makes a big difference yes um the pass rush started the pass rush wasn't where I wanted it to be it got better as the game went on on the defensive side of things so you've got that on offense again I'm telling you you just it's gonna have to be a quarterback running back type thing Type, type thing and and mix it in some pass, but adjust to the talent that you've got. And you can still have a decent season at this point, point. and if next year that doesn't work, fine. Be adaptable. You don't think Deion Sanders' offensive coordinator isn't going to be adaptable and change up what he's going to be doing next year if he's got different guys there and a five-star at running back instead?
0: 100%. Be interesting. I, I feel like I should have seen it coming but man the the next you know the next couple of weeks I think are really going to shape the discourse of this whole season
1: the, uh, I really do One other thought Josh the offensive line was a disappointment
0: Yeah the pass protection they they were especially Yeah I didn't think their run blocking was that terrible though I didn't think the running game was that awful Uh
1: no do, I don't do, I think no I think they you I agree I okay. think they have a specific issue with pass blocking Yes, for sure, uh, and I think for Turner sure. Corcoran especially. But I think they have a specific issue with that. They are much worse at a hundred percent. I think you're right. I don't disagree whatsoever. Pass blocking is an issue, though, more so than run blocking. I mean, goodness sakes! Do you see that first quarterback sneak that Jeff Sims had in the in the uh, first quarter? Remember that? He got like seven dang yards. They pushed yeah. those dudes way Minnesota's vaunted front seven that I heard about all summer. They got pushed way back. But, well, Jack, like the the thing that we
0: haven't really talked about at all tonight about the the fumble, Grant had gained almost ten yards on that play. Yeah, that play alone, he had almost gained ten yards before he the, fumbled, and so like they, they, they I mean, not to again just talk Josh, about how they gave it away. But like, the, I thought that the push that they had was solid.
1: This is a running team, okay? I mean, this is a run, run which I don't think we were we're surprised. I think that's how they dis, they were described. But this is a quarterback running back, running team. That's what it is. This thing is going to look like Barney. I hate to keep going back to 2002 or the early 2000s or wherever, but this is a Barney Cotton offense is what this is. Oh, God, yes, man. If you're going to play to their strengths. God. See,
0: that's the thing that is a bummer too, is I don't feel like Nebraska is going to be an appealing team to watch this year, which also like, I don't know how much people in here care about that. Like, look, Defensively, they will sometimes. Yeah. If they're like undefeated, obviously, you don't care how your team wins as long as they win. But like, there is something about a team that is going to be middling, you know, and hopefully getting to a bowl game that is going to just make like these Saturdays a slog at times. Like, everything we make fun of with Iowa, everything we make fun of with Minnesota, everything we make fun of with the Big Ten West, like, that's what they're going to be now. And but everybody loves season, those teams. I mean, jeez. No, they don't love the teams. They love the victories that come with it. Yeah, if you well. don't win while playing that style, then people are going to say but they that's can. boring. If they
1: want to win, they've got to embrace what they've got, and they might. Yeah. In the Big Ten West, yeah. I mean, okay, we can talk about Colorado is Colorado, but, I mean, we've now seen Wisconsin, Josh. We've seen Iowa. We've seen Ohio State. Jeez, I mean, we've seen... We've seen these teams. But yeah, Jack,
0: if, if 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 Sims plays that way, I, I like he looked legitimately gun shy at throwing the football as the game went along. Like that. That's the, Like they're gonna have to complete passes. You. They you, can't. They can't. They can't just run it every single yep. time. You gotta they're cater not that your good. offense
1: around what he can do. And I what know, he but they're not do.
0: good enough to do that. It, eventually it becomes too predictable.
1: I don't know, I agree. Sure. Like, I don't they're know if have they're to running run the ball. I just I don't like know the, if their it, running it's, game it's is, is or is not. You, you might be right. You might be right, but they've got some potential in the running game. Um I do think I think the offensive line is has, is has had is is got potential in the running game. I think Gabe Irvin's got some potential. And I think Jeff I think Sims is a good runner. So Definitely. Yeah. But will that get him hurt? Is it but is it too predictable? I don't know, but I mean, I'm bringing. I mean, it in. a certain
0: point, if they're running the ball, you know, whatever percent of the time, it, there's a certain point where it passes from, you know, hey, this is what works to hey, they are super predictable, and if we can just yep. take away this one thing, then they're not going to be able to do anything. Uh huh. The receivers are going to have to get open.
1: The tight ends are going to have to oh, get open. Kemp and Washington. You know? Kemp and Washington are going to have to play out of their mind for the rest of the season. Yeah, Kemp, they're going to have to be huge. And Kemp, so Kemp, one of those questions cannot- is going to have to emerge. So one of, yeah. I don't know if they will.
0: Man, I you really do not like to like the freshman receivers, it seems. Like, one of them's going to have to step up. They're I don't like them because the I'm listening
1: field. to what Matt Rule says about them, and if they were good, he'd have them in there. That's yeah, he why. Said
0: Anthony Grant sucked, and then he played him. So, like, at a certain point, they got, they, they're going to have to throw them into the fire. I don't know, man. Yeah, and then
1: he fumbled. Also, two of them, I've, I, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, we get it. You
0: watched them in high school. Come on, like you could put him on the field. Jalen Lloyd touched the ball and went nine yards on his first ever touch.
1: Yeah, put you're him g- on the field. Josh, you're right. You're gonna. Uh, I don't disagree with you. I said this at the beginning of the podcast. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna. You're gonna have to pick at least one and try it. And frankly, it's probably Malachi.
0: A freshman on
1: the field for Colorado. Dude, today. Like it's possible. D- yeah. It's possible. It happens at every freaking school. Uh, it's probably got to be except here. At some point, they're gonna have to try it with Malachi. That's the bottom line. The yeah. Two- That's it. That's it. And it's just, it's, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully he's healthy and maybe, but you you got a big body with him. I think you're going to have to, but Rule was dead set against it, Josh. He was dead. He was, he. Dead set against what? About, about. Involving those, involved I don't understand freshmen. that, Jack.
0: They just played though. So what do you mean he's dead set? Lloyd they played just one played play. It. Lloyd played he one. He still play, but he touched the ball. On a reverse. That's they more didn't touches than a number a of players
1: had. They used him as a running back. But
0: I, I guess I just I'm confused as to like how you can say oh he doesn't want to do it when Jalen Lloyd had more touches than how many? Let's name all the players. He had more touches than combined. Billy Kemp, Thomas Fedoni. Like he had more touches than them, so it's obvious that they're okay with playing That was just them to a novelty degree. play
1: for Jalen Lloyd because. But he's he still fast. played. I don't know what we're discussing about him playing wide receiver is what we're playing talking about about him playing because actual he'll... wide receiver going out for passes knowing your knowing the playbook all of those things that was one single play design that was that was Heinrich Harburg is what that was sure and that, I mean they, they still did that too yeah I mean he yes he did play but that was not. That was not him playing an entire game at wide receiver. That's a completely different thing.
0: Sure, but I'm I'm not talking about an entire game. I'm just oh, talking you want to be if plate. you want to put the other
1: freshman in for gadget plays for them, that's fine. But I mean, that's not that's a different deal. Nah, Brady, what are the freshman wide receivers going to do to screw it up? Run the wrong route
0: that's and good. cause the quarterback to
1: throw an eye? He's not wrong. Yeah, that, <laughs> he's not wrong. That, which I agree with you. The bottom line is I agree with you in that they're going to eventually have to do that with where this yeah. is going. They're going Hell, to especially it might be Saturday. Assuming if IGC is out,
0: yeah. You're right. Because Chuck says, why is the reverse a gadget play? Yeah, we need to stop defining all these semi different plays as gadgets a- and trick. Good lord. It's a normal
1: play. He <laughs> Okay. Rule said he is reluctant to play them regularly at wide receiver. You're handing Lloyd doesn't have to know a route. He doesn't have to block. He doesn't have to do anything. He has got to run like he did in the 100 meters when he won the state 100 meters. That's put him it. on the field, and it's one play the entire game. And he says, "He say Jalen, F- you're going to do one down there somewhere." And he says, "Jalen, you're going to do one play potentially during this game. Know this one single play, and that's what they did with him. Come on, mm. come on. Tell him to go deep." It Lloyd down a- there Agreed.
0: I, I mean, and at some point, fast. you got to try that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, do a little uh, drag route. Tell them to go, hey, you're going to go across the field like Colorado players do every single play, and we're going to throw it to you, and then just keep running. Uh, how would Malachi look? Sumonji, I like that wide receiver is the most complicated position for coaches exclusively at Nebraska. That's, it boggles seriously. my mind how it happens. I watch USC play and they get this this freshman on the field and he catches the ball and runs for a touchdown. It's like, why is it possible to be a freshman but, at every other school and be competent and not here? Bigelow, no that's a great who, point. The
1: freaking coach he is? recruited track stars. That's track star play. I mean, that's what that is. Yeah. He, I mean, Lloyd was Lloyd a track Now, Yeah, seriously, just have him run. I think these, Malachi's I is a different deal, frankly. I mean, listen, you get him open like those Colorado receivers were on quick passes with his size... And he's healthy? Yeah, that's a great option. That's a, that that's a great option. But does he know the – It's Josh, it comes down to things like knowing the playbook and blocking and all of those other things when you're instead running one play for these guys. Yeah. You get what I mean. A who is st- sitting right behind me on the floor says, I sometimes have
0: to drive a car, Josh's, that has a Cowboys license plate holder so we all do things we don't want to do.
1: Exactly. God, this I can't believe I'm getting. It. He doesn't have to know the whole playbook. No, he. D- well, Lloyd didn't have to know the playbook because they brought him. In I just for think one you're play. taking
0: rule like way too literally with what he said about playing the freshman. I think you're taking him way too literally here.
1: I kind of hope I am. I definitely think you are. I sort of hope I am.
0: Yeah. Um. We'll see. He also said Jeff Sims was a great decision maker. So, like you know. <laughs>
1: He also not said perfect. he also he also said I test wasn't going to get on the field if he kept fumbling.
0: <laughs> Bingo. I mean, I mean, seriously, you know. Uh, I know. Seriously, I know. <laughs> big red Roscoe, take him seriously, not hey, literally. I guess. Listen, oh Josh, no,
1: not again. Uh, and and especially if, if if Malachi gets out there, especially because I think he's probably got the most potential of any of those guys. If he gets out there and he becomes a contributor, it's going to be the most exciting possible thing for me this season personally. So I I would be thrilled if it does. That would be awesome if it does. But yeah. I thought he was odd. I thought he was oddly specific and oddly passionate about what he said about them. So I'm taking the. I don't. I need to go back and rewatch that. Do you remember when it was? A couple of different times. But I don't remember the exact day. Okay. Yeah. Brendan, I'm not going to read what you said. <laughs> you can read it, Jack. I'm not going to read it. Dude, they got it. I mean. Yeah, and that's another thing is you've got to have it. If you need, it's the same thing. It's like your fantasy team. If your wide receivers suck, you you go get Travis Kelsey, right? You got to have a tight end. You got to have a tight end that is going to be a pass receiver. If you are short on the wide receivers, um, and if and I'll say it again, if that's Harburg, put him at tight end. Sure, a hundred percent. Put him at tight end.
0: Well, I mean, the, the fun part about Harburg is it, it does allow, if he if he like legitimately plays tight end um, in in some of these early games, it's going to set up for a pass, right? Like, it's pretty obvious that if he is actually being used as a tight end, at a certain point they are going to run a true gadget trick play, not a handoff to a wide receiver, and he's going to throw the football down the field. Yeah. That is definitely going yep. to happen at some point in time. Yeah.
1: B- great. Whatever. Maybe, maybe it takes Heinrich Harburg trick plays that they've got to get him involved in, but... If that's it, that's it at some point. But I, back to back to garden variety. Gabe Irvin better have 25 carries on Saturday against no, Colorado. No, for the record, I was, saying, I was saying Harburg throws. No, 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 I know. I was agreeing with you. Okay, I was agreeing with yeah, you. I was yeah. saying, yeah, that would be – okay. okay. I, uh,
0: Chuck, I was just going to a make different sure Chuck Yeah, I'm saying oh, Harburg
1: is going to have the ball and throw the ball, Chuck. Yeah, I, I, I totally – Sorry. Oh, sorry. I totally yep. got that. No, I was bringing up another thing. The way Colorado tackled, uh, especially later in the game, and I don't care if Irvin's not working early. Irvin's got to yeah, get. Just keep feeding him. You, this is going to be one of those games where you can't, you can't. At the end of the game, say, "Well, in the second half, this dude got two carries, and he was, yep. and he had a good average in the first half." You, how many, how many carries did he have? Seven the other night, or did he have eight? He is that one all? Of those Numbers. I don't
0: even. Or maybe know. He had nine or eight. I don't know. I don't he, know. he did not have that many. He, he did not have that many.
1: God, for once, can we give? It may not work, and I, you know, we. We, we talked about that Iowa game. Remember they kept giving it to Anthony Grant and it never worked in the Iowa game, never would never work never. You gotta do that again, but it's good with Gabe Irvin, it's gonna work at some point against Colorado. It is. Yeah. It's going yeah. to work at some point against Colorado. Now, hopefully you're not down 28 points when it actually works, but it's gonna work at some time against Colorado. Jack,
0: it isn't, isn't this one of those early season tests for Satterfield, it, it, where he will get put kind of um, on the proverbial hot seat, and I don't mean it in the way of a guy getting fired, but like, We've seen Nebraska offensive coordinators over the years where they enter a game and it's like, hey, do the thing that just continues to work. And sometimes they just stop doing it for some reason. You like the game that, that just popped into my mind was Minnesota 2013. Amir Abdullah is averaging like nine yards a carry and he gets the ball however yep. many times. Yep. I was like, why weren't you just running it every single play for the rest of time? Like, yep. this could be that early in
1: his career at Nebraska moment for sure. In addition, in addition to it, this is going to be a slow, slow the game down. Uh, yes. Or should be the game up, I guess, technically. But yeah, I, know, you know, I
0: what, know what you mean. You yeah, know what yeah, I
1: mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fewer plays. Manage the possession. Keep keep possession a long time. Let that Here, Colorado hey, offense. Here's something they did well. Here's something they did well. They
0: got first downs on a lot of drives. One thing that Bishop referenced on Thursday for our show was Nebraska cannot have very many drives where they go three and out. They got to get first downs because then that then the, the clock is going to tick. <sighs> Yeah. Um, they got to do that again versus Colorado. Even if it results in a punt, at least you move the ball a little bit. Brady says we get down 14 in the first quarter. There'll be a strong urge to abandon the run. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like I know Matt rule doesn't care about fast starts, but God, just as long Dude. as they don't have a, they're behind big time early, that's fine. It can be zero zero forever yeah. for all I care, but. And Big Get Red Roscoe, big man, early.
1: seriously, yeah. can you believe that game? Grant had nine carries to Irvin seven. Like, yeah, it, it's, I'm not even saying that Grant had more than Irvin, and that's the problem. But, but it's those two guys you. having 16, and it's not like it was a game where Nebraska was ever down by two touchdowns. Yeah, it was. It was. A, I mean, it was the def- definition of a run the ball score the entire game. Yeah. Though those you, they're not all Americans, but man. And, and Grant's got to figure out the fumbles, but those guys have got to have more opportunities. They absolutely have got to have more opportunities, and it's lower risk at that point. It's what the offensive line does better. They're, we're more confident in that room than the, than the wide receiver room, and it doesn't involve Sims throwing the ball. And if it means that you're going to have some quick drives where you're three and out, but you're also going to have Sims running the ball as well. And it's this is gonna be I'm gonna be run the ball guy in a way that I haven't been in a long time this year. Wow. You're changing. You're changing I know, before my sucks. eyes. It's uh, and, and it does suck too a little bit because I do think Sims has the ability he just doesn't have a wide receiver that he can go deep to right now. And I think he can throw. I think that's a good that's one of the reasons that they he got did
0: him. miss on the deep throw though. He did. The, oh, that the was three and out drive.
1: He yeah, oh, the throw. Tommy Hill play. Yeah, yeah, he ha- he was there. He- all the criticism we've got for Hill plan, Hill got open on that play. I
0: loved the play call. I loved the yeah. play call. The execution was dog yeah. shit. The uh, pass was. Jimmerel says you can tell Grant is in the doghouse when we use his actual name. hashtag RIP test.
1: I know. I feel, I feel sad. But I thought before that fumble, I thought he, I thought he played pretty well though. Like I thought he looked a little bit like his old self a couple of times during that game. Did you? You think? I mean. I, I, I kind of agree with you in terms of dare I say the
0: eye test. On the other hand, he also did before that play have eight carries for eighteen yards.
1: Is that what it was? So like huh. yeah. They were it's okay, odd. Okay, they were bad. Yeah. I maybe. Maybe so.
0: Okay, you are an eye test
1: jo- Homer though. Okay, Josh. Calm down. I just I thought jeez. <laughs> Josh come,
0: hates him so much. Come on. He says. He hates him more
1: than the rest of the fine. fan base. I, listen, I'm sure. not asking I'm asking for Irvin more than I'm asking for him. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Irvin just is run the, run the ball Irvin's though. who I want running the ball. And Irvin that watch that, watch that long run he had, their, their longest run of the game. Irvin was impressive on that run. And by the way, was about two inches from a from a game changing, game winning touchdown on that play, too. Yep. So yeah sad. <sighs> oh. We can't do this, Josh, if they get their ass no, kicked in this no. game. Like, so I here's what we're doing. I can't do it.
0: Here's what we're doing. Next week, we're on on Wednesday. We're finally back to normal schedules. After months and months and months of weirdness and a Saturday morning wedding or something for Jack today, very odd, very strange, we are back to total normal. Wednesday night into club. That'll be fun. We'll be. We'll also have a little NFL the next night. Not. We're not doing a watch party. I'm just saying we can maybe talk about it for five seconds if you'd like. Saturday morning coffee, and then we're doing some sort of a Saturday night after dark show. I have the post-game duties at my radio station, but we'll be doing a Saturday night after dark to hopefully to talk about a dub. So, like, next week's going to be a big week for the club. I'm looking
1: forward to it. (laughs) Josh, can we, if the season goes to shit, can we just do rewinds during the 2023 live game? All right. Today we're watching
0: 1991
1: Oklahoma. Here we go, everybody. Mm.
0: Jacob says, Josh, will you be in Boulder? No, I will not. Why not, Josh? I will not be, I will not be in kidding. Boulder. <laughs> I will not be in Boulder, sadly. <laughs> I will be here. I will be uh,
1: here. So, uh, no travel. This is a fun podcast. I mean, God, for as things being as shitty as they are, this is a fun podcast.
0: Yeah, this is good. We talked some stuff out, man. This is we nice. We did.
1: I, it's still this such a nice. weird role reversal for me. I feel like I'm the calming presence in the room for everyone right now, which is just yep. not my thing for the most part. But listen, if it's a heartbreaking loss to Colorado, you can bet I'll revert back to the other thing very quickly. Josh
0: says, I feel worse after tonight, LOL. All right. That's not good.
1: Until you call a reverse, a gadget play. If he gets one play he has to be prepared for, for the entire game, it's a gadget play. Oh, my gosh. Good Lord.
0: Guy carries a ball, and it's a trick play in Jack's mind. It's a a single single play they drew up for
1: him. Crap. Bomb the ball. What do we got going on? God, I haven't had any football. What, give me an update on something. Tell me Everything
0: something. Everything sucks right now. There's no good game. So it, hopefully, hopefully, like we had the great games early, and now we'll say goodbye, and then we'll have hopefully some more great games late. I got Houston so.
1: tonight. I need me some Houston. Is That game's That game. Are you going gonna going watch yet? any
0: of Texas Tech, Wyoming? I'm. I got Wyoming. By that game. I got Wyoming Let's today. Go. Oh, Laramie, I got the baby. upset.
1: That's an upset alert. That's it's an not upset a alert.
0: House Jack. There are
1: thousands of empty seats in right Wyoming. Now on CBS. In Laramie. Sad. Oh, it's raining! Oh God! Raining. You would think they're yeah. from Wyoming; like they should be able to handle that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, seriously.
1: I got Wyoming seriously? tonight. Um, oh, was that oh, a lightning was delay? That a lightning? Yeah, I wonder if there was dude, lightning.
0: Because
1: Mark Mack is right. That's the game we all want: Tim Beck versus Chip Kelly tonight. Uh, uh, with uh, Coastal, yes. is
0: that is that after dark?
1: Is That's that a after 930? dark? Grayson McCall is back for for. Coastal, great quarterback. They have no defense, but they're going to score points on UCLA tonight. And Tim Beck is now the OC, or excuse me, the court, the head coach, not the OC. He's a head coach at that point. That game's going to be psycho tonight. That's going to be like a yeah. Uh, it's going to be like a I don't know fifty six to thirty eight type game tonight. Can't wait. It'll be fun. It will yeah. be very fun. So yeah, excited about Wyoming. Uh, Ohio State ended up winning.
0: Yeah, but they looked like garbage doing so. So yeah, that was fun. Okay, tell your friends to join. We're next, we boosted our server so we could have dude, more people hanging
1: out with we us. We didn't even get fifty us, so. tonight, so we did We only had yeah. like thirty some tonight. So we didn't. We yeah,
0: only, I think. I think you know. Next week when we get to the Saturday morning coffee, I think it's gonna be.
1: I think it's gonna be nice. I think we're Ooh, gonna Houston's playing in Oilers colors. Throwbacks. Hell yes, dude. They're gorgeous. Oh, gorgeous uniform. I already wasn't uh isn't a. Uh, Sam, a big fan of UTSA's coach, didn't he keep mentioning mention him last year? Trailer for Nebraska's coaching job. Mm-hmm. That's who they're playing tonight. I yeah, I, I took Houston. I've got to I got to find that. That's good. If Huskers uh, Houston, start winning, by the uh, way, they're
0: on FS1. They're on right. FS1.
1: I'm gonna watch that tonight. I'm gonna watch Penn State West Virginia. That's coming up pretty soon. God, Pins- uh, Penn State is gonna run. If Penn State gets ahead in that one, Josh, they are gonna run that score up big time. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! They are going to run that a big time, but yeah, I don't know. That'll be an in, that'll be kind of interesting as well. We'll see. We will see. But I enjoyed, even though if everybody else is in a bad mood, I'm calm, had a good time. Don't feel that bad. I had a good about time. Saturday. I like
0: the couch set up. I like having the yeah, two I TVs like in front wish, of me. I'm sort of this jealous was fun. for
1: that. I look like yeah. I'm in a cave back here. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed I'll my apologize. bud select. Bud select. This podcast is not brought to you by Bud Select.
0: No, it's not. It's brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com. We don't slash do commercial. Club.
1: Jack Mitchell here for not doing commercials.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not brought to you by Aloe. Though, as Brady says, Jack's internet hung in there. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you, Allo, That's because I turned out the, the games
1: trick. and I didn't get to see Squat. Yeah, yeah. thanks so for add, not
0: allowing Jack so to I'd, watch the game.
1: So I had to verbally ask Josh at the end of the podcast what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, right. indeed. <laughs> okay, uh, yes. Uh, if people are listening to this after the afterwards, patreon.com slash i80club. Are we putting this out? Sorry, Josh, I should know this. Are I we mean,
0: yeah, it? I guess so. We could since we've done all the hey, sign up. Yeah.
1: Patreon.com slash i80club. Quest for 150. We are at one.
0: Yes, we're on a quest for 150. We're 25 patrons away from 150. Yeah. 25 yes. away. As low as $3 a month. Join us. Josh Jabs, I didn't say you had to leave.
1: I just said. At Josh or two had to leave. Maybe not you. Yeah, yeah Maybe yeah. Josh Peterson. Yeah, yeah,
0: Jack wanted to kick me out. You're fine, Josh.
1: That's fine. I would like to take this thing over. Finally, yeah. steer it the way that I want to.
0: There you go. More oh. basketball,
1: <laughs> dude. Casey, Casey was hot All right. this morning. Settled. All right, K-say now we got go. to go. Bye. Let's go, Bryce Williams, baby. All right, see you, podcasters. Bye-bye. Bye, bye, bye.